Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Everything Boston Red Sox. This is Red Sox Review on WEEI. And a two-out base runner for Tampa Bay. And now a swing and a fly ball off the bat of Manuel Margot. Way back in left field and gone over everything. Between the foul pole and that first light tower in left field. So the error hurts. It extended the inning. And just one pitch later, Manuel Margot went deep for the fourth time this year. And the Rays lead 3-0 now on a couple of long balls off Rich Hill. 3-4 and 0 for Tampa Bay. The pitch hit in the air to left. Deep enough to get the run home, you would think. Caught by a Rosarena. He won't even try. <laughs> a throw to the plate. Lobs it into second. McGuire scores. And the Red Sox have taken the lead. Perfect night for Devers. Three hits, and now he has an RBI to go with that. Orange deals. And a ground ball bounced softly to the charging second baseman. Arroyo has it. Fires the first ball game over. The Red Sox win it. Barnes nails down the victory. And the Red Sox come from a 3-0 deficit to beat the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, Red Sox review. W-E-E-I. It's KJ. Yet the Rays bit the dust tonight. And the Red Sox are only 10 games back with two games left, right? Thank you so much for being here. Look, sometimes people notice, and I have to salute the fans who stayed through, who almost saw a disaster towards the end when Kike let that ball get to the to the triangle, and and uh, your boy tried not to, he held himself up at third. Wanda Franco. Because if it was a tie-tie game still going right now, you'd be like, oh, gosh. But the Red Sox win. And a lot of times in entertainment and sports, it's even no matter how bad it's been, you you want to finish strong for the fans. You want to show an effort. And for a change, the Red Sox got their sixth and seventh inning going where it looked like it was just going to be a ho-hum shutout game. Maybe the bullpen comes in and they give up more runs, and that didn't happen where the Sox get three in the sixth, another in the seventh, win it 4-3. And look, it's not going to be a 500 season. No, no miracles can happen in a couple days. There's no going to be no role of spoiler. But there was an effort tonight, and even if you heard the interview with Rich Hill at the end of the game in the post game, the sentiment of saying, "Hey, despite how bad things were, and Rich Hill was good this year," um, in in the pantheon of things, it still matters. 
right? It's still Fenway. It's still the Red Sox. It's still this fan base. It still matters. And I totally understand why fans are just absolutely gnawing their teeth like I do in the sleep. I sleep with a mouth guard and like it moves at night. That's how I know I gnaw my teeth. I can only imagine for those who just are, you just can't understand how such a storied franchise looks just so storedly bad. Tonight they look good. You know, you sell, give your flowers. We get Maybe they win it again tomorrow and then next thing you know, on the last day they can win on the afternoon and maybe they can go out winning three in a row. Okay, KG, don't get too hopeful, right? 617-779-7937. It's Red Sox Review at KJ37937 is the text line. We'll hear from Alex Cora shortly. Then let's just be honest. We're going to have to decide which minnows we're going to have to throw back in the water on this roster. Because there's just got to be like this major overhaul that has to happen. And almost a minefield that the team has to navigate while doing this. You know, you're almost kind of thankful that the Phillies have kind of righted their ship and looks like they will be in the playoffs because if they were going to miss the playoffs, uh, they would be on they would be calling Xander's phone in the middle of the game. Can you come now? All right, so your thoughts on how this Red Sox season going into next season needs to change. What What is priority one and then what? Like if you had to do two things, what's the most important and then this has to happen? 617-779-7937. Of course, text line 37937. All right, Joe, go ahead and trend. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending on WEEI and WEEI.com. It's the last series of the season for the Red Sox, and they started off with a victory. 4-3 the final tonight against the Tampa Bay Rays. Rich Hill with another strong start, going six innings, only giving up three hits and three runs, along with six strikeouts. It's John Schreiber, though, who gets the win. Ryan Brazier holds, and Matt Barnes gets the save for a scoreless bullpen outing. Game two of the series will be tomorrow night with first pitch at 7-10. Sean, Joe, and Will have the call on the Shaws and Star Market, WEEI Red Sox Network. Shaws and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. Last star of the season and possibly in the Red Sox career for Nate Evaldi. He'll take the mound for the Sox, and Jeffrey Springs will be on the other side for Tampa. Mutt will have the Visit Massachusetts pregame show one hour before first pitch, sponsored by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Start your Massachusetts adventure at visitma.com. And while they're still reeling from their overtime loss yesterday against the Packers, Jamie Collins is back in a Patriots uniform for the fourth time in his career. He's been signed to the practice squad. Collins played last year for the Patriots, but has gone unsigned since. The Bruins play their penultimate game of the preseason earlier tonight in New Jersey against the Devils. They dropped that game one to nothing. They've got one more preseason game before the regular season gets underway. That'll take place Wednesday night in New York against the Rangers. Puck drop is at 7 p.m. Celtics got their first look at Blake Griffin in a green uniform in practice today after signing a one-year deal. This comes a day after the Celtics blew out the Charlotte Hornets in their preseason opener last Sunday. They'll have another preseason game on Wednesday, taking on the Toronto Raptors. All likelihood, we'll see some minutes for Blake Griffin. And Monday Night Football currently taking place in the fourth quarter right now. It's the 49ers who have the lead 17-9 to over the Los Angeles Rams. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on Boston Sports Original WEEI.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Red Sox Review, W-E-E-I, it's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out because the Red Sox won tonight. It felt like a real win. They got runs in the 6th and 7th to overcome a 3 nothing deficit to win 4-3 against the Rays. Only 10 games back with two left. Kidding. But look, if you kind of want to do like a, it's not so much math, but here's how you figure, right? You'd say, look, what's the grade the Red Sox get this year? An F. If an F is like a 60 you say, okay, what's 60% capacity? It would be about 18,000. There's 26,000 there tonight. So there seems to be this feeling of like, look, as bad as it's been, there are people out there we recognize. Rich Hill's the local guy. He's pitched well this season when pretty much nobody really has. Him and Michael Waka, like the old guys. Right? So, you know, the fans, I, I think they still are going to say, you know what? <sighs> I'm going to hold my high nose, right, and believe that things will get better. 617-779-7937. If there's a what's, – what's thing A and thing B you think that the Red Sox have to take care of? Let's go to John Newton. You don't think the Red Sox are too far off? Hey, PJ, how you doing? Yeah, I I think it's um, – well, I, I am at a point now where I wanted this season to get over with. Because I want to get back to baseball, the 70s. The shift is over. I think yeah. we have three really good left-handed hitters in the new kid that brought up, the first baseman, the Rugo. I think Devis. You're not going to be able to shift on those guys. Their right. production is going to go up in baseball next year. The athletes 
the the sitting up in the sitting up in the stands and playing baseball chess is over. It's time for the athletes to be athletes again. And I and, and I was one of the lucky ones. Uh, if you grew up in the '80s, I saw the Milwaukee Brewers take batting practice in '81 a lot, and I watched Ben Ogilvy. And I'm yeah. telling you, Deb is, is going to be a monster without the shift. And so is Case. His name's Casein, the first baseman, isn't it? Cassis, yes. Cassis. Cassis. He, mm-hmm. that kid is going to be, you know, you know, cool as William Shatner. So I mean, we're going to be fine. I think as sales will come back. Um, I, I, pitching is the problem. We need a bullpen. Anytime a baseball team doesn't have a bullpen, you're not going to win. So we didn't have one in April. We weren't going to win, BJ. I mean, this, baseball is a simple game. But I love the fact that, you know, all the stat geeks and all the guys can go back to uh, Wall Street and go make money for people. And baseball can return to a fun sport, a sport that, you know, when I see, um, I don't mean to go on, but when I see people not stealing bases, my God, I guess the leading base stealer in baseball today is like, what, 40? That was a week for Ricky Henderson. I mean, <laughs> let's get going. I want to see the game move. At, and Bloom's on the Bloom. If yeah. Bloom can't put – it's time to put a championship team. All right, you can put, you know, you can put an average team together. We got that. Yeah. You know, but, you know, I, I guess you know where I'm coming from. Yeah, how do, you, how, how do you go from good to great? Right. I, John, yeah. I'm with I'm with you like 92% of what you said. I give John an A because I'm with you. And thank you so much, John, for the call Bless here you. on WEI. Yeah. yeah, he's exactly right. Like, the base hit up the middle is now going to matter again. There's not going to be four guys standing in right field on a ground ball to the right side. You're going to see the hit and run work again. You're going to see base stealing again with the bigger base and the restrictions on throwing over to first. So this kind of might play a little bit into what Hein Bloom may be looking to do, right? If you're going to go on the low, then maybe you start looking for more contact guys and the power hitting won't matter as much. Like the stat guy says, you could be Dave Kingman, and I will tell you that Dave Kingman played on five different teams hitting 50 home runs because he missed everything else. Hit and run, you're not going to get it from him. Contact, you're going to get 50 good shots, maybe 60 good shots a year from him. You, you can't do that anymore. And I think next year, of course, with the rules about where players are in the infield, that's going to play a big factor. I always joke, I say, think, imagine if the shift was still on. Imagine if the shift was something that was readily done as Poppy hits that driller up the middle that scores Dave Roberts from second. <laughs> oh, no, it's just a ground ball to third, right? Or the third baseman. So. The sport, and this is what's been great about baseball over the years. You've heard me talk about this. Stop me if you well, you can't stop me if you haven't heard this before. But baseball used to be so exciting that they used to split the screen in half because of the stolen base. Guys, easily, like sometimes the, the the fourth place base stealer in baseball would have like eighty stolen bases and would be like twenty off of the lead. So, will you start seeing eighty stolen bases a season? No, but you'll see a real difference if it starts getting to sixty. 65. I mean, my God, Ricky Henderson stole, I think, 60 bases when he was 40. (laughs) There's nobody stealing 60 bases now. So you start seeing the ball move plus the confines of how Fenway Park is set up. So imagine if you could get someone on second right away, someone like Cassis is putting stuff off of the wall. As soon as that ball goes up in the air, it doesn't matter if it's 300 feet. If you know it's about 75 feet in the air, it's hitting the wall. You're already at home. You're standing at home waiting 
<laughs> watching the ball hit the wall. So if if Heimblum can build this team to the confines, to the new rules, and pitching, first and foremost, right? Because there's the other thing. All the other teams are going to want to do that too. And they'll be like, woo, we're going to Fenway. They have no pitching, and they've got that big wall. And if they're stealing bases too, psh, it'll be very long. All right, here's Alex Corey. He's ready at the uh, first postgame. Here's Alex Corey. He can pitch. It's, it's simple. He can pitch. You know, like keep guys off balance. Uses his body to change his delivery and his arm angles and the curveball and the slider and the four seamer and the cutter. He can pitch. That's it. I mean, we don't have a bad group, you know. Like we we have a really good group actually, uh, a group that. For X or Y reasons and the struggles that we have, we finish in last place in the AL East, but we care about each other. And he's very important in that clubhouse. He is. uh, The way he goes about it, obviously, everybody knows the story. He's relentless in everything he does, you know. And uh, he's he's a guy that, you know, when you sit down with him, it's a nice conversation. Very intense, right? You guys have noticed it, you know. Like, he, he starts talking and he closes his eyes and he... He goes wherever he goes, you know, and uh, when he's talking about pitching and deliveries and hitters and all that is it's pretty cool. But when you talk about baseball with him, it's, it's, it's great, you know, and we had some <clears throat> great conversations throughout the season just uh, about how he see things, not only with us but and him, but the game itself, right? I know he doesn't agree with a few things that are going on, but I, I, like I told you guys a few weeks ago, you know, that's the type of pitcher people like, you know, four seamers up in his own, breaking ball, mixing up <clears throat> the mix of pitches. And um, But he's awesome. He's a great guy. Obviously, he said already that he's going to pitch next year, which is great. I, I keep saying that he he still can get people out. He still can get better with usage and all that. But, uh, you know, he did an outstanding job for us this year. Yeah, just tied back uh, from the plane yesterday. He tried to get loose today in, in the cage, and it didn't go. So he'll be ready for tomorrow. Well, usually they do. So, you know, I'm glad they didn't. And Rafi made a nice play. Uh, you got there and got, got to him, and then Barnes made a good pitch in 3-0. So um, it was a good baseball game. I think uh, we put some good at-bats. We played good defense. Kick at short was great today. Um, just, you know, now we got two more. I think he, you know, he has some goals now, you know. There's a few hits and more hits in the next few days. He might hit 300, you know. So uh, he's hitting the ball hard. Uh, there was a foul ball today he hit the opposite way. That went a long way. So he's healthy, you know, and uh, that's the reason he's hitting second again. And since he got back to that spot, you know, he's been hitting line drives all over the place. He's using the, the other side of the field a lot better than uh, than in August, which is, you know, which is great. I mean, he's a utility guy, right? Uh, but we can move it around. Uh, like I said, you know, we'll see what the offseason brings, but we know that we have him, which is important for us. And by the way, I want to apologize to the Mets fan base because 
you know, it's not 100% sure they play Friday, okay? So, yeah, yeah. I saw that the Braves lost today, so, yeah. I don't want them to get on our bad side. <laughs> Later. Yeah, that's Alex Cora. I mean, you got to kind of go out with a smile. And you at least want to get two out of three in this series. You know, Tampa's kind of limping. They've lost three in a row now. Uh, they're going to for sure be the third wild card. I, I think mathematically, Baltimore can't catch them. I think it's really Tampa really trying to fight with Seattle for you know the the second wild card spot, and I don't think they'll catch Seattle. Seattle's, I mean, anytime the A's are on your schedule here the last few years. Yeah, and Seattle's uh, two up right now in the Tampa yeah. Bay race. I mean, my, my, the Little League team I coached last year would be up two on the A's right now. I mean, but look, like the caller John Newton was just saying, look, all these math heads in baseball, because clearly Oakland is a franchise that depended so much on this math head stuff, they're so bad, and they have no desirable pieces. They don't even. They're they're trying to figure out where they're going to play next. Like I don't even know if I were the. A, I don't even know if I was Vegas. If I would take the A's, right? The A's would be like you know like all right. Do you want tickets to see Usher, the Raiders, or the A's? They're like, who are the A's? Uh, they're this baseball team that moved here from Oakland. Um, I'll tell you what. We'll give it to you. Buy a pot of coffee. We'll give you a family four pack of tickets. That's just how bad the A's are, and I think that's where a lot of the frustration that people have towards Heim Bloom because he comes off as kind of like a Billy Bean type. You know, like, bro, you can go tinker. You can play with tinker toy sets with the Oakland A's, not with the Boston Red Sox. Especially where now you're starting to have generations of kids who are growing to know the team to be a world champion. You know, there are, there are times in the 80s, mid-80s, you could have snuck seasons like this in, and you'd be like, you know, we're just lovable losers. Early 90s, I mean, that's what happened. Late 90s, early 2000s. You kind of do that stuff. You, it, you know, finishing last in the AL East five out of the last 10 years is beyond unacceptable. Two out of the last three years. The, the fan base is just not going to go for that. And it's like, you know, hey, look, while the Yankees, I still think, will slip and fall in the playoffs and we'll all celebrate here, why is it not a situation where at one point you felt like, hey, this Red Sox team could score runs and if you got some people who could throw pitches in the middle innings this could that could have been a great upset and here come the Red Sox once again like last year trudging through the wild card maybe now making a run to the World Series but no 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 and so I look at some of the stuff that's on the pitchers that are on hand I say okay you know what Nick Pavetta despite his struggles he had the most quality starts he was always available and you've heard me say sometimes the best ability is availability. So Nick Pavetta is someone that you have to say, okay, you have to keep this guy in the squad because if the team does better, then maybe you have a guy who's going to perform better. As bad as this season was at 10 and 12 and 12 quality starts and 32 starts. I mean, like the dude was not missing his assignments. So you say, okay, there, there's there's room for him. And then you have to look at someone like Michael Waka, who you say, wow, really was impressive this year in a bad season. Even though his age is up there, you say, can't you use someone like that in the bullpen? So like, or or as a fifth starter potentially, or a rotating fifth starter, something. So you're like, okay, Pavetta, yes. Waka, yes. Rich Hill, maybe you negotiate. Maybe you start looking at being a long reliever. Like, hey, you're not going to see you every five days, but 
if someone gets knocked around after three, be ready. And that might happen every 10 days. So a spot starter there. Nathan Avoldi, I think he's gone. So throw him in the water. Nasty Nate, give us one last good goodbye. Make it a sweet, sloppy kiss because we know you're gone. And I, I, I just don't see how there's a pathway for the Red Sox to say, yes, we're going to bring him back when injuries are now going to have to be a factor. Age is a factor as well. You know, tomorrow's really just a look-see for the rest of the league to see if he's still got that speed on his fastball. Can he still get good, consistent hitters out? Garrett Whitlock, I, I like what he did this year. You know, stepped at one point it looked like Garrett Whitlock was going to pitch every other game this season. Just wearing him out, and it did wear him out. But I think as part of the bullpen, I would feel much more comfortable with Garrett Whitlock coming in there. Even if it's for the 6th and the 7th, then you say, okay, you got something there, so Whitlock is something you keep. Cutter Crawford, very game effort, but throw him back into the Worcester War. I'm sorry, kid. Look, I think the moment got too big for him at times where some things look good, but when they look bad, they looked really bad. Josh Winkowski, need I say more? Get that H2O, buddy. Schreiber, oh, what a godsend. Like, you almost felt like this guy, he should be called the human band-aid. Because with all the bleeding and all the cuts the Red Sox were going through, it always seemed like Schreiber had the Band-Aid and the Nerosporin just to make it feel better. You remember the old book, I Am Stuck on Band-Aid? That was John Schreiber. Johnny Hookup, right? So, yeah, you, you, you might even start looking at him as potentially the setup man to the closer or even give him a shot at being the closer going into the spring. Ryan Brazier? I don't know. I like to throw water on my meat. Get him wet! Woo! What a ride Brazier was this year. Gosh. Tanner Houck, look, I love how he stepped up in the bullpen role. Eight saves, and how long ago did you see Tanner Houck? So Tanner Houck, maybe someone you say, hey, if you've got him, maybe you you know, pair him up with Schreiber towards the end of that bullpen. If you know that you might not be able to go to your closer all the time, you, you have a real option with Houck. This doesn't feel as bad as I thought this bit was going to be. Brian Bayo, oh my gosh! How did I, you know? And coming to America, where they start singing "She's Your Queen to Be" as they're presenting Eddie Murphy with his bride before he goes to America. It's still the Africa scene. It feels like we are seeing the birth of a prince here in Brian Bayo. Um, I think it's just a matter of being able to get further into the game. Good Give morning, a, my neighbor. Yes, hello. Yes, well, that's actually when they got to America. But yes, that's how we're going to be feeling in the future. After Brian Bayo pitches, we're going to feel like just whoosh, Eddie Murphy is able to just soil his, sow his royal oats in America because as he has a chance to be able to study batters and more film, get a full spring training with the big team, you're going to start. To, and, and if he gets a, a, a devastating third pitch that dives down and away, <laughs> it won't even matter if it's a left hander. That left hander is just going to be looking for that heat. And believing that the changeup is going to land somewhere, and if there's something, like if he gets a split, it doesn't have to be a split, but something with some downward action that's in the dirt, it, it will just be incredible. He good. He good. That boy good. Not good and terrible. Uh, like Matt Strom. Um, okay, but it, it, do you, like, is the only reason why you're saying, like, okay, you got to keep him in the mix because he's a lefty? That probably gets him to the pier, but doesn't get him wet just right right now. 
Yeah, a little bit. Just put the there you go. Just put the toe in when it comes to Strom because there's a thin line. You want to throw him all the way in, Joe. Tyler Danish, uh, not ready for the prime time. Cool. Yeah, get in. Matt Barnes, I'm going to go out on a limb. Time to cut bait. Drop that fish back in the water. If you believe that Hout can get it done, and if you like what Schreiber does, and you've got Whitlock, you might have to say you might have to cut bait with Matt Barnes sooner than later while they'll still while they're still value. Oh, this one is a this is Orca right here. Caleb Orc! Yes. Come on time. That boy good and terrible. I look, just the moment was too big too often and even the small moments became too big too often. Look, Maybe there are other places that will be able to support the size of that whale, but I think in terms of moving forward, this was a miss right here. Connor Seabold, I love the confidence, but boy, you look marvelous underwater. Yeah, Seabold, while the confidence is there, I think Worcester is still there for a reason. You, you allow him to come up with a big club during spring training, get in some split games, see what he can do, get a little better evaluation and possibly, you know, see what the new pieces are and, and face some of those possibly better batters. Because think about it, in spring training, a lot of these pitchers got to face Bobby, Bobby Dahlbeck. Of course you put Seabold in the water. <laughs> I like that. Put him back in just for that, man. Seabold! <laughs> I'm sorry. It fits. That was great, Joe. Um, Darazan Hernandez, yeah, that experiment's over. Get in, bro. And you're lefty. That should have bought you something. Chris Sale? Whoo! I'll tell you what right now. If Chris Sale has any more accidents, if this guy spills tea on his lap and is on the DL at the start of next season, get his ass in the water. It's kind of being sick of the... I'm seasick of the narrative. At this point, you might have to put the number four in between Chris and Sale and see if anybody will take. Franklin Herman. Not ready for prime time. Get in there. There you go. It may not be as bad as one thinks, but again, the ones that were in there that were bad, they were stinking fish. It was bad. Yeah, you put Seabold in the water, and you have sail setting sail. Okay, so the trick with sometimes when you hit it, you hit it and quit, Joe. You hit and quit. You, You hit and stop. All right, I'll go through some of the offensive players next, and then coming up at 11, we'll get into the Patriots. Uh, Pat's Monday was today. Oh, heard from Taylor Zappi, as well as Bill Belichick. We'll hear what they had to say. Uh, things going on around the NFL. So come back. Red Sox Review continues next here on WEEI with KJ. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. 
Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yeah. Red Sox Review. W-E-E-I. Yeah, two games left, fellas. Exit interviews Thursday evening. Red Sox win tonight, though, 4-3 over the Rays. Rays, obviously, on their way to the playoffs. Uh, what the Rays are really playing for is if they can get to that second spot. But at this point, second, third doesn't really matter. It's really about the you know like the race between the Braves and the Mets. That's like red alert, red alert, because someone gets the rest for a few weeks, for a couple of days, with a couple of star arms, and say the Mets don't get it back what they lost. Now those star arms are going to have to pitch at least an additional game inside of the wild card into the playoffs. So... You know, look, the Red Sox could finish strong, win a series on the way out. You know, you had 23,000 at the game tonight, so that's like 7 out of 10 seats filled. It's not the worst thing in the world, you know. It could be much worse for, for a team that's been an F. And so what's been going on here in Red Sox reviews, at first I looked at the pitching staff and decided which ones went back in the water. Caleb Ortz in the water, Seabold's in the water. Now, in fairness, some of them are just fish that are just not big enough yet to really be put on the dinner plate, if you will, right? Some of them are just going to be back at Worcester, and they just were not ready for prime time. But now we get into the hitting situation where here's what's strange. You wouldn't feel like this Red Sox team was fourth in runs in the American League. Like, it just didn't feel that way because, well, I knew it was because the pitching was usually giving up a bunch of runs and they were trying to catch up and it never just was not. Or the, the, the hitting just would sometimes disappear. Like, you would never think that Alex Verdugo only had two less hits than Xander Bogarts, and Xander Bogarts was in the running for the AL battling title literally up until last week. So it's um, it's one of those situations where you're like, there are some interesting pieces that you'd say, look, the Red Sox are going to have to make some tough decisions when it comes to the bats, even though these bats provided runs. Let's go to David in North Providence, 617-779-7937. Thanks for calling Red Sox Review. You're on the air. How are you tonight? Excellent, David. Thanks for the call, man. All right, I got a question. Um, I've been following this team for the longest time, 60, since 1967. And I like to... A uh, little bit of a bandwagon I, I, there? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, well, so you, you just know, started no, following... You know, you weren't there for you know the dog days of 66? I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, I'm playing with you. Let me, let, me put it, let me put it this way. I live seven minutes from McCoy Stadium, so I've seen everybody go through. And then I said to myself, let me take a ride. I took a ride to Portland. I saw Chavez and uh, Dorback, and obviously Chavez got traded. And I'm, when I saw Dorback, I said, you know what? This kid's got a shot. Okay. I mean, what are they, they going to do on first base next year? Are they going to let Hosmer come in? Are they going to trade him? Or are they going to let Cassis and uh, Dorback, you know, battle it all for first? Or are they going to let Dorback try to find another position in the outfield? Or are they just going to send him to Worcester? I, I just want to see what your opinion is. All right, thanks for the call. Uh, you have that water drop for, for Bobby Dorback? Hit it. 
trade Bobby Dahlback. Let some other organization who doesn't have the immediacy of like, we've got to win now, even though that's what they all say on opening day, where Bobby's going to not have that threat of being sent down for lack of performance, especially if the team lacks performance and doesn't have superstars. So maybe a smaller market where you say, hey, if you get a couple of pitching arms that may or may not work out, you would say, if one of those pitching arms show up and can give you three innings, 30 games a season, that would be worth the trade for Bobby Dahlback. Because I think if you're the Red Sox, you come in with Hosmer as your primary, as you continue to grow Casas, and then as Casas is fully developed and you believe it, I don't think Casas goes back down to the minors next year. But as you think he's fully developed, Hosmer has a favorable contract. Hosmer knows that, hey, if... If, if Casas is ready and he's not getting spins and there's some National League team that says we, we're looking for a defensive first baseman who can solidify that position and we're not depending on their bat as much, then maybe you can get something pretty good in return for Hosmer because you were able to knock down how much the Red Sox have to pay on that deal. deal. The, the, the Padres are still paying the, the bulk, 80-90% of Hosmer's deal. So I, I think... They're closer to finding out what they want at first. And, and, and in fairness to Bobby Dahlbeck, he's coming up as a third baseman, but you're not going to replace Devers at one point. Years maybe you move Devers to first, and maybe that's why the, the team used you know the Olsen comp. At, you know, Olsen is a first baseman. Like, yeah, Devers is not first baseman. I want to look at that Roan Dome contract out in, 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 with the Angels. And so now that clearly that's not going to happen, and Raphael Devers' the defense has been much better this year. You've seen the improvement. That it kind of leaves Bobby Dahlback in this kind of flux where maybe wherever he goes, part of it is he does get to play third base, right? Like he's not being traded to be a first baseman somewhere else, that he will get to play third. He'll get runs. I mean, like, I mean, you hate to say it, but like Oakland might say, look, we'll give you all the runs you want. You play third. We believe your back can spark. And, you know, you'll still be in the major leagues and you won't have to worry about being sent up and down, up and down, because that's going to do something to you especially when you've been up for the last couple of years. You know, like, it's like the movie Bull Durham. It's just kind of like, you know, like, hey, he's back. You're like, oh, boy, I don't know. I know if I want to be here. You know, So I, I totally get it. But I think it's kind of answered at first in terms of you do have a natural first baseman in Casas. And you have Hosmer, who's a, who's a very good defender. And probably is one of those batters who's going to uh, benefit from not being able to pull off the shift anymore. I think another option, too, is if you don't bring back J.D., you can move Hosmer to D.H. and Casas is your everyday first baseman. No, not yet, because you don't know if Casas can do it every day outside of the glove. So you don't want to say you're our first baseman and say, okay, you're not our first baseman, right? Because your D.H. might be Verdugo next year, right? If you can find a corner outfielder for who's got some pop in their bat, then Verdugo may become your 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 D.H. You just You know, someone who you know that, okay— I don't have to pull them from their position and then immediately put someone put them back in there. At least you know there's going to be flexibilities with, with, with outfielders come next year, especially with Kike being able to play multiple multiple positions. So Verdugo may be the candidate to be the DH next year and spell the fourth outfielder versus doing that with Hosmer and then having Cassis in there. And if Cassis struggles, well, now you've got to move Hosmer to first, and now you've got to figure out who to put in that DH that might be moving too many pieces. You just might, you might just do some platooning at that point. Um, so let's just look at some of the players. Verdugo, I think, stays. I think Xander Bogarts probably really listens. It goes very late. I think he stays. Raphael Devers, I think, will be the drama next year. I'm not sure if a deal gets done. 
right as the season begins, but it's going to be the razor-thin thing that if it doesn't get done by the All-Star break, then there has to be some type of conversation of that, like, look, you've got to make a you've got to trade Devers because you can't let him walk and nothing coming back. JD Martinez, man, thank you for everything. But now it's time to put on that H2O suit. Yes. Yes. Uh Trevor's story, I think he's solidified at second. I'm I'm not so sure that you move him to short. Um, if you know that you can get what you can get from him at second, you might still be able to figure some things out at short, especially if Xander stays. Kike, yes, staying. Bobby already threw him in the water. Don't need to do it again. Uh, Christian Arroyo, you got to keep him around because he could be your solid second baseman. And you could platoon him in there with, say, a Kike if you need to. So there's a piece there. Frenchie Cordero. Uh, how do you. De, uh, that's French for water. Tommy Pham, I think you found something there. Let's stick that around and see what you can get out of that, especially at the top of the order. Maybe you get some stolen bases. Jaron Duran, uh, it's kind of fancy water. Yeah. You might look at him because of his speed and because of of, of what happens next year in terms of, of base stealing. Like, if you believe that Duran's eye can get better and if his walks replace strikeouts and not so much improving on the hitting, per se, hey, if he's on first and can steal second and can be driven in home, that's just as good. I mean, it's old school people remember some of those guys like Ron LaFleur hit like 195 but have like 70 stolen bases. Like either he walks or misses or or get him to fly out. Um, Rob Ref Snyder, you'd have to consider, but I think you lose him, throw him in the water, only because I think other teams, I, I don't know if it's a situation where you'll be able to keep him. Cassis stays, obviously. Uh, Connor Wong, he's going to be part of your one-two punch at catcher. Hosmer, I just mentioned, yes. Jeter Downs, you could stay bubbling. Uh, and after that, you start getting the guys. You Chang, water. Yeah. So there's a part of me that thinks, and I'll say this real quick before we get to the next hour, is that I don't believe that the Red Sox have to go out of their way to find big bats and corner bats. Find some speed. Get some pitching, maybe find another contact hitter. And now you have something where you can kind of play, I don't want to say small ball, but medium ball with a big monster out there. You got guys who can slap that wall consistently. Then now you have something. You're already scoring runs. You already got to mash your endeavors. Right. And like 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 we were saying, like caller was saying earlier, you know, with the shift gone. More balls up the middle will now be base hits instead of grounders to the third baseman. All right, second hour continues next late night here on WEI with KJ, 617-779-7937. Talking Patriots, thank you so much for hanging out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.